Hey, I'm Death Knight, and you're listening to Saffron Shadow Legends. Assemble! Enjoy! Back to Shadow Legends Assemble, episode 72. We've got some special guests on for you today. We're going to be talking all about the creation of the character Calvalax in Rage Shadow Legends. Uh, first and foremost, though, we've got some topics to get through. Got some cast members to introduce you to. Um, but also, there's something I kind of want to talk about uh, as a little bit of a warning for, for everyone else. Now, I've been humming and ironing whether to do a video or anything on this yet. I, I'm not going to. I'm just going to do a little bit of a heads up and you can do with whatever you want with the information provided, right? Um, as a content creator or ex-program uh, content creator, uh, there's been an update within Plarium Play this week where, let's say, I, I had a gear cleanse off Want to Mess this week, right? And once a mess, jumped onto my account and did the gear cleanse. Great. I paid for the service. It was really fun to see him do that. It was awesome. I then found out that on Play and Play, um, through the settings section and the login section, once a mess's IP and home address was there in that login system. Now, this means that any person that I have opened up shards for, any person that Deadwood has done a clan boss team rebuild for, any reason whatsoever that a content creator has logged onto someone else's account their home information is now being shared willing willingly without without any kind of permission to every other player and content creator in, within the community now we all kind of trust each other to some extent which is great I, I know this but come on we're in a digital world you know we can't really trust everyone that we do help for and we shouldn't be punished for helping out members of the community so i i don't know if this is right or wrong i believe this is completely atrocious that you know content creators help out so many people in the community and now they're at risk with their information being shared to other community members and, and so it's up to us so and obviously player's response is going to be uh, well you shouldn't be doing that anyway so this could be the end of shard pools this could be the end of clan boss teams this could be the end of arena team rebuilds and it's kind of sad uh, and you know I, I just i just want to give that personal um notification to everyone because i i'm not happy with it i hope that changes and i hope Everyone else kind of lets their uh, opinions be heard as well because uh, that, that that can be real game-changing and it's really bad for a lot of people. And I just feel sorry for people that make a living out of doing this, okay? So anyway, a uh, little mini rant over. I, I hope that brings a little bit of awareness to everyone. Uh, please be careful if you log into other people's accounts and make sure that you're not giving away your information. VPN, all that malarkey, get it sorted, chat. Um, all right, but anyway, that enough of that over. Let's, uh, let's introduce who we have on with us for the first time. Let's get our happy faces back on. Uh, Rufus Shinra, happy faces. You were a mod last time you were on. Now you're just a content creator like us. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, look at me. So, ex Plarium employee, to be more precise. So, uh, that's, uh, or at least that was Ash and Dark Microtransactions <laughs> say about me. So, uh, <laughs> what can I say? I'm liberated. Never been freer, never been more active on YouTube. Um, it was all for the better. Nice, man. I mean, yeah, it was, it was really cool to, you know, we had you on that podcast that one week, and literally as soon as that went live, it all kind of kicked off. Mm. There, was, there was a video here, video there. And, and just for clarification, mm. you know, um, Plarium did kind of ask you to sort of stay on and moderate, but they said not to touch yeah. their Facebook anymore, and you were like, oh, do you know what? I, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. 
Yeah, the thing is, they they were totally actually they were mostly cool about it, except for the Facebook part. They uh, said that we cannot let you use Plarium's account to respond to Facebook uh, questions or inquiries anymore. But we still want you in the mod team, moderate with us on Discord, moderate on the forums, or any this or that. So um, I took maybe an hour to think about it, and I told them, "No, guys, thank you very much, but uh, it's I, I don't feel like I would be comfortable moving forward with this kind of." situation going on yeah. i don't know if i will not say the same thing uh sometime in the future so uh for now the, the thing is that I, I stepped down uh, officially from the program but the door is still open maybe sometime in the future if i decide to come back and if uh, there is still a spot for me i might come back but for now um yeah i decided to turn that page and focus on other other things well, man, I'm glad that you're posting videos out on a more regular basis, and uh, it's great to see you happy and smiling and good stuff as well, man. So, yeah, thanks again for being on here, mate. Um, yeah, you, you can pop as many Facebook posts on Facebook as you like, and you'll always be welcome here, mate, all right? So so there we go. All Thank right? you very much. Um, and right there, on, on you know, right in between myself and our guest, which we're going to talk to in a moment, we have Mr. Tam. Mr. Tam, howdy doody, man. Hey, you've been all right? Been a, been a couple of weeks? Been up too much, mate? Working hard? Well, hello everyone. Again, thank you for having me again, man. It's always a pleasure to be on your podcast. Uh, recently, nothing really much. Just uh, trying to do this fusion, pulling more dupes as usual. Like nothing really special. Yeah. Just being frustrated with my shard pulls, honestly. Like, We're not and you, yeah. let's be honest. Uh, every time, every time, every time, man. It's keep getting to me. Like, but hey, a wise man said. Just pull without expectations and you'll be fine. <laughs> and I need to learn how to do that. Uh, there is no spoon, Tam. There is yeah. no spoon. There we go. Very um, true. Is... Very true. So, you know, with 14 champs coming out every month, though, chances are you're not going to get dupes for the rest of your life. You know, you're about to get someone new at some point, right? Yeah. Just, so I just... think I need just to wait a little bit for a while and not pull anything. And just wait. You know, until it's like a big pool of champions are missing and pull. Hey, new! Be happy. You know? God, where have I I'm seen that somewhere before? Oh, yeah, that's what I do every three months. Right, mate, save up the Halloween. You'll get a bunch, I promise, okay? That's the plan. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. plan. But awesome. Thanks for you being here, man, and I'm looking forward to hearing some of your opinions uh, a little later on. Uh, but here we go. Our special guest for this week, I would like to very warmly welcome uh, David Fitzsimmons from Australia to the podcast. David, thank you for being here. How are you doing, man? You all right? Yeah, fantastic. It's uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me and to hang out with all the cool cats of Raid. It's awesome. No, it's great. I mean, your enthusiasm for something like half four in the morning is uh, above mine, <laughs> uh, I would say. So I really appreciate you coming on, man, and getting up no uh, nice and early. Um, we're going to talk about your character creation in just a couple of moments. I want to get into um, your origin story first. Let chat get to know you a little bit about your raid story. And so let, let's start with that, man. Um, how long have you been playing raid for? When did raid jump onto your radar? Yeah, look, I, I think uh, like a lot of people, I noticed a lot of the ads um, and they intrigued me a little bit. Uh, to be honest, I've always played around with games a little bit, but uh, my wife has always been a bit of a gaming uh, widow. So I decided to grab a mobile game so that I could sit near her and while she was, you know, watching TV and um, saw the ads, jumped in, gave it a crack. Um, I've always been a bit of a fan of the whole RPG concept. Um, and let's face it, the artwork is amazing. So it really uh, leapt out at me. So I give it a go. Um, I was pretty excited by it. I have to admit, um, 
I love a challenge, and Raid is one of those games where it is not easy at the start particularly. Um, and when I gave it uh, a go about 18 months ago, there wasn't a lot of information. So trying to work out how to make things you know, work appropriately was a little bit tricky. So yeah, it's been, it's been really fun. Nice. Did you do much research before you started playing Raid, or did you just jump straight in, pick a champ, and if you did, who was that champ out of the starters? Yeah, look, I didn't do a lot of research, which probably I should have, because, uh, man, I made some serious mistakes in the early stages. Um, and um, my first was Kale, and nice. that was just pure luck. Nice. It's so pure luck. He's an elf. He looks cool. I'm going to pick Kale. Why not? Sweet. Uh, yeah, why not? Absolutely. Was he your first 60 as well? Yeah, he was. Um, to be honest, I was a little bit shocked and slash horrified how hard it was to get something to 60. Um, so I, I did the hard grind and I thought, okay, the game's really going to open up for me. And I was, again, a little bit surprised when I realized, oh no, I'm going to need a whole bunch of these guys. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it was a bit of a shock, I have to admit. Uh, you go for three weeks, you get your first 60, you're like, oh right, I need four more for Clan Boss. All right, and they all need masteries. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is a bit of a shock system uh, to the system. Um, okay, then, so we found out Kale was your first 60 as well, as well as your first champion picked. Who was your first logo, and how long did it take to get that on your account? Yeah, it was kind of a bit of a weird one, really. I uh, had a, my initial account, um, and I just couldn't pull a Lego. Uh, I think I was three or four months into it. Right. Um, and I had an alt account um, doing the whole, you know, referral thing. Yeah. And um, I actually handed the account over to my wife and said, well, look, I'm, I'm not having any luck pulling these shards. You want to give it a crack? And uh, <laughs> she had two sacred shards and she pulled a duchess oh. and a natural. Oh. <laughs> so it became my main account. <laughs> you mean you got that account back? She gave it back to you after? Yeah, oh, that's wow. right. She said, is that good? I couldn't actually speak at the time. I went, I, I think so. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. I, I'm so surprised you got that back, to be fair. But wow, two sacreds and a duchess after a couple of months. The moment you hand it away. Like, maybe, maybe, Tam, maybe that's something you should think about. Just hand your account away for a couple of days and get yeah. someone else to do them. You never know. Oh, I doubt I'm going to get anything. My account is somehow like love duchesses. Hold the seventh one, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, thanks. Uh, I, I, oh, wow. Okay, so you, you got Duchess as your first level. Well, you technically didn't get a Duchess as your first character, but um, you got a Duchess after three or four months. How long did it take you to get a Lego? Three or four months? We mentioned First biggest mistake. You mentioned a couple of minutes ago that you made a lot of mistakes, you know, being a beginner player. Uh, you didn't do much research. So what were some of those mistakes? Did you misfeed any chaps? Did you go into certain areas of the game too early? Or some bad builds? Just some, some mistakes that people can sort of learn from, you know? Yeah, so I suppose the biggest mistake that I made was I thought legendary books would actually give you a chance to increase your skills um, a couple of times. Um, I, I thought that was the deal. So, uh, Kale was um, given quite a few legendary books. <laughs> yeah, it still hurts when I think about it now. Oh, so, um, yeah. Okay. Oh, please, thought, Dead would be lurking. Oh, please. <laughs> I thought, you know, come on, these look really pretty. They, they've got to do some amazing things. Surely they're going to give me a couple of skills, and I was really disappointed when they just won. Like, come on! I think there's just a moment's silence going on at the moment. <laughs> it's painful. Uh, oh, okay. It, 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 it hurt the soul of my grandfather. <sighs> three three generations that were hurting. 
Wow, that that is wow, oh, mate. That's made the podcast worth it already. We're just getting going. This is great. Um, things you can still improve on, David. Things that you're still working on: a clan boss team, arena team, not putting Legos into kales, stuff like that. You know. Sure. Oh, look, I think that's one of the joys about this game. Um, I love the challenge, but I also love the fact that you can continue to play around with things. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, except for this Doom Tower rotation, I'd completed most of the content in the game. But I'm super keen to try other things. Um, I was recently fortunate enough to pull a second Krisk, for example. So I'm giving a crack to one of the Infinity teams to see if I can get one of those things going. Um, you know, there's, there's endless things you can do now that you've built up the characters to do what you need to do. Um, so I love I love that about it, you know. Man, that's so awesome. And I'm guessing you have like a couple of favorite champions on your roster, or a favorite team that you've built um, within your account. Yeah, completely. Um, I I have to admit, I well, obviously there's there's going to be a new character that uh, is on the team which I absolutely love, which would be Calvalax, not surprisingly. Um, but there's a couple of other team um, teams that I love. You know, the old hard-hitting Trunders, lots of fun with the arena, watching her sit everybody down, as Hell Hades would say. Yeah. Or, um, you know, the the Bat Eater is just a fantastic team, quick click and done. Um, I love the fact that, you know, it's often talked about the how much of a time sink this game is. And when you can just click the thing and walk away and come back 20 minutes later and you can see that you've actually finished it, I think that's amazing. So, Yeah, it was really helpful. And uh, oh, you mentioned Hell Hades earlier. I mean, uh, when we were talking last week, you mentioned a whole bunch of content creators that you watch avidly. Um, is there like a favorite video or a favorite content creator that you've enjoyed watching uh, over the past time, apart from us three present? <clears throat> Yeah, um, look, there's a whole bunch of people. It's it's such a active community, which I think is super exciting, which probably says a lot about, you know, the game and its health in, in general. But um, Rufus's RSL Keeper, uh, oh, sorry, RSL Helper, um, I love the videos that you did on that because obviously the guy, if, if those folks who are watching the stream haven't used um, that application, you've got to give it a crack if you're playing the game on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, and your video was fantastic in helping us unpack some of the, the more difficult to understand bits and pieces. And I'm actually going to um, do Mr. Dam's Fushan Solo Dragon. Um, and the reason for that is uh, when we were doing that um, that dragon run for that particular event, that was a fantastic video. I had no idea that that guy could do that. So, you know, well done, guys. Props to your video content. Well done. Everyone's getting shout outs. You should see the smile on Taz and Rufus's face. They are they are very happy chappies. Look at that. Um, great stuff, man. Thank you very much for, for talking about your origin story for me, mate. Uh, before we get to talk about your channel, I want to go through a couple of the topics that community might want to know a little bit about. I'm going to start with Mr. Tam on, on this one, guys. We do have a times 10 champs going on. Uh, right now we did have right there we go. Um, Shiromani, Samar Gem Curse, Vizier. Uh, we got oh my, it's uh, Gergo. I've got the other one mixed up in his name. Uh, Anax. Oh, we've got Vogoth also, Burungiri, and Exemplar going on. Okay, so. It's a bit of a crazy time, Tam. We've just had CVC. We're going to talk about CVC in a little bit. We've had shard events during CVC. We've had like a week or so of the Doom Tower being out. Oh, it can't be done. Oh, actually, it can only be done with these champs, Samar and Burangiri. And after a shard event during CVC, we have the 10 times that people were kind of looking for. It's kind of like to be expected, but it's still... I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on the whole 10 times as an idea? 
I, on one hand, this is great for the players because it's champions that they need. But at the same time, they've just had several events during the CBC, um, which they're trying to get through to make them happen, right? So what's your thoughts on it, man? Uh, regarding this particular 10 times, mm -hmm. honestly, like, okay, we've seen the videos, Borangiri solos, Bommel. We've seen the videos of Jim Kirst soloing Bommel. This 10x is basically just for Bommel boss and Doom Tower. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you made the Bommel boss really difficult, so then you put a 10x to, you know, get the champions to help you beat it? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't like this. Okay. I think it's a very bad move from Polarium. It just basically like... Because they made that boss really difficult. And there's a lot of people in the community are complaining about that boss being difficult. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay, I'm not saying Doom Tower should be easy. No, it should be hard. But should be still attainable. Doable. Okay. Know what I mean? So, releasing a 10x. Like, don't get me wrong. Shiromani is an okay champion. Jim Kirst never used anywhere in the game. Vizier was the best extender in the gaming clan boss. Everyone wants him, but that was like so 2018. Gurgo the Ogre is seen a lot in Arena. Anax, nowhere seen, but he's still a good champion. Hogoth, you see him a lot in Arena defenses. Mm -hmm. Okay, like some of these champions are really good, but still, the concept itself that they released a 10x just to help people beat Bommel, it's not to help people beat Bommel. It's basically like... Here, we're going to give you a cha champions to beat it. That's it. Pay money to beat the boss in Clown Boss. Uh, sorry, in Doom Tower. Like, I think it's just, like, a bad move. It's, like, a money-hungry move. Um, be exact. Uh, so, I just uh, responded to Talis in the chat. Our community is down if you do, down if you don't. If they, down, uh, if they know Bommel, then they will say it's too easy. Poor player, we can't get anything right. I I'm not sure. I, I kind of get your point. I'm not sure if you're kind of sort of playing on sort of, you know, the emotions of them or whatever, but... I kind of get what you're saying, um, but however, I just think they could have done with it differently. It was a shock to the community. Bommel was a shock to the community. There was a video. Tier 3 content creators weren't allowed to provide content until it was already out. Uh, and I think the community were just hyped. And then they were dealt with that shock as if, oh, I can't get anywhere with the teams that have been doing it for many, many months. And, and they couldn't figure it out. So I, I think it was just a little bit of a shock more than anything else. Um... But I think they could have dealt with that information. Content created tier threes, if they want to go down that road, could have done videos ahead of time. Say, look, this is going to be tough. This champ works. This champ works. Whatever. Get these geared up and ready. Rather than, you know, day of, day after. It's, it's kind of tough, right? But, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, though, mate. It's, it's never seems to be doing things right. Uh, Rufus, quick, let, oh, yeah. say quickly. Let's go through these ten times champs, man. Who do you have? Who do you want? Um, who should people be going for, if any? I uh, I have them all except for uh, Samar Jimkurst, who's the one that I don't have. And uh, yeah, I did a video actually just yesterday about this um, selection of champions, and I don't think that people should go out of their way to get them, in all honesty. If they want to pull shots just to complete the event, where which is, uh, well, the Plarium is kind of forcing our hand here, so if anybody's going for the uh, fusion, they definitely need to pull at least a few shots. Uh, if they don't want to spam 2,000 um, uh, mystery shards, they will at least pull a few of their shards. If they get one of these, one of the Legos, the, there is Vizier, who definitely, as uh, Tam said earlier, the best extender in the game. Um, is a little bit 2018 before the 
the rise of the unkillable comps and bad eater comps, but still there are plenty of people without their who need to still pull their first man eater. So Vizier can still help plenty of people in clan boss and in other situations. Shirimani is an okay-ish uh, nuker. She can hit hard even though she's a support champion. She is one of the better uh, AoE freeze champions in the game. But yeah. I would prefer Gurgo to her, to be honest, as if, if I wanted a crowd control or AoE freeze. Mm -hmm. So she's not that bad. Again, not that good. So I'd say a B tier if tier lists were, were a thing. Um, Samar Jemko so far has mainly that one use, uh, which we found solo in uh, Bommel level 90. Besides that, some people have tried him in Arena, some people have used him in the Faction Wars, but again, nothing too great or too um, too, too wonderful uh, in this department, no, or at least nothing that would push you to go out of your way. Um, as far as the epics, I would say Anax is good for um, for anything like clan boss or bosses in general. Uh, Vogoth, as um, Dan mentioned, is nice in Arena and also can absorb damage in, in tough fights. Burangiria built him to solo 50 and he does he does his job but he, he does not work in 90. I just discovered that by myself from <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> uh, on that, on to 50, some people, it's not 100% either with Burangiri, right? Some are gem curse is 100%. Burangiri is a lot tough to be consistent, right? That, that's the thing. I, 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 the way I built him, I don't know if, the, if it's the way they built him or anything. He's consistent, but the fight will stop occasionally and Burangiri still has full full health bar and the, 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 the screen stays defeated. I'm looking at my champion who's still alive, technically. I don't right. know if, if it's a visual bug concerning my life points or if it's too many bombs uh, that have spotted, spouted. But anyway, as you said, it's not 100%, but he can get you through um, level 50. Exemplar is a champion that not many people like, especially because you hate seeing that champion pop up out of your void shots during 2Xs. Mm -hmm. um, I must say I'm, I'm one of those people, but is it for a reason? So her skit, her her skill kit is not too bad, honestly. It could have some utility as far as, um, for example, not this boss, uh, or not Bommel, but uh, it makes me think of the Eternal Dragon with all this uh, skill cooldown and uh, the, the, the the block buffs, etc., and things like that. But still, not a great champion to have, not a champion that people are happy about having. But globally, about this whole 10x, I 100% agree with what Mr. Tam say, said. This is basically uh, Plarium trying to make profit out of a bad situation, out of a situation that in which they put us as players, instead of correcting the stats or go admitting that they overtuned the boss and um, um, fixing it basically with a patch, which they can do, which they have done in the past. Um, they they insist on yeah, well there, there are other ways of of doing it and. They, uh, without any shame whatsoever, profit on based on the uh, workarounds that some of the content creators have found and some of the uh, players have found just to avoid falling into the mess that they created in the first place. So not the best way um, to deal with this. Uh, and uh, again, I personally actively encourage people not to spend on this 10x and if they have any shots, just pull the minimum to get a few fragments. And don't worry if you don't get the fragments on this event. You can still get yeah, them on other events. One. You have yeah. you have 120 fragments possible to get all throughout all the events, um, without even mentioning the uh, first place placements uh, in tournaments. So don't worry if you miss uh, a few fragments in this one. 
Yeah, and just going back to Exemplar real quick, I think one of the things that lets her down quite a lot is her aura, which is just restricted to arena battles for 27. Yeah. If that was... No one's going to use her in arena anywhere. Like, no one. Uh, So uh, if that was for all areas, uh, maybe she might get a bit more use and a bit more utility elsewhere, but because that aura is arena, that's kind of sucky, to be fair. Um, Yeah. what else was I going to mention as well? Um, oh, let's let's jump straight to it, David. Let's let's talk about uh, the ten times champs as well. Do you have many of these yourself, mate? Uh, are there many that you're looking for to try and collect? Any experiences whatsoever with these? Yeah, look, um, I'm I'm definitely one of those people who loves to collect them all. Uh, so I'd be keen to get uh, a couple extras. Then that's Gergo and Gem Curse. They're the only two out of that list that I don't have. Um, nice. But yeah, look, I have a. You know, I'm, I'm kind of split-minded here in the sense that I completely understand what the guys are saying and it seems this, you know, a cynical move by Plarium. But on the flip side, I love the fact that there's something that we need to really work hard to try and solve. I love the fact that there's the challenge there. And, you know, I, I sometimes wonder how Plarium actually releases this content. You know, maybe there is an assumption that, you know, we... that they know how to solve it. I think in some cases they probably put it out as a difficult challenge and go, well, let's see how the community can get this cracked. Yeah. Um, and then they learn from what we do. Our collective mind is so much more powerful than probably the three or four testers that they have in there. They just go, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. So uh, let's see how the community goes. Um, and so as a result, they probably don't know how to solve it. And here we go. They're trying to help us do it now that some of you very clever folks have, have worked out solutions. So just quickly, at what point... I mean, this is going to be an open question for everyone. Uh, at what point... Uh, do you think Samar Jemakurst and Burangiri were put into this times 10 slot? I'll start with David. Yeah, look, I, I think based on some of the videos that have been released by uh, some of the content creators, I would say they got a Guernsey. I don't know that they were probably on the list before that because I don't know that too many people, for example, think much of Jemakurst at all. Uh, all the review videos I've seen about that particular champ are all pretty conclusive that he was pretty crap. Yeah. Um, but you know, suddenly now with this latest rotation, he's got a spotlight, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, for that particular champ, I suppose. Uh, all right, Tam, where do you think uh, so much Jeff Curse and Burangi were referring to this ten times? It's, 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 I don't know. Is this the first time they've kind of done something like this? I, I can't remember too many ten times they've done something like this. But um, I don't know. What do you think, Tam? Premeditated Honestly... or reactionary? I actually didn't think they will put them as a tenant. Right. Uh, not that this time, at least. Maybe later, when, like, at the end of the Doom Tower, maybe in future ten times, but this fast proves what I just said earlier. Yeah. Um, like, okay, I'm not going to say all the champions are bad. Gorgo's good, Vizier is good, Shurmani is eh. Bogoth is great for arena defense. Bolangiri, we... I recently used him in like uh, do uh, Fire Knight twenty clan mission with all Shadowkin. He's really good. Uh, Anax is good as well, but like not a lot of people u- utilize him yet. I'm like, but still not going to this 10x is the right choice, unless you really want that gem curse to beat Bobble. unless you can't do it at all. But still, even with gem cursed, gearing him is really intensive. Nice. Unless you have the gear to do it, it's still not a 100% thing. Uh, shout out to the Second Breakfast, apparently. They, do you know what? I, I have seen the Second Breakfast post in the official Discord. I love your posts. 
Uh, I, I think your posts are great on whilst you're searching for clan members. Uh, Gigi, shout out to all of you. Um, uh, Rufus, uh, again, I will go deeper real quick. Is it premeditated? Do you think they planned for so much Jim Kirst and Burangiri to come out on this 10 times at this date? Or do you think it was reaction to the community and the the, the difficulty of Bommel? Premeditated or reaction? I'd argue, I'd argue that Samad Jemkirst, um, Burangiri, and even Vizier were not part of the uh, originally intended 10x. Yeah. Maybe the others were, maybe Gogo, maybe Shirimani, which are more in line with what they advertised as far as possible mechanics to counter Bobble in the initial video. But these are, they were either included maybe after um, content creators have done some testing on the test server and gave them feedback about some potential strategies because I know that people figured out at least I think the Barangari strategy uh, during that testing period. Some uh, other strategies were figured out after, mm -hmm. but it, most likely it was done as a reaction. I would um, I, we can never be sure, but that's most likely what happened. And and again, this is the first time that it happens. Uh, they never did something similar. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. It's really interesting for sure. Um, let's go back to David. And so we talked about that, you know, you, there's a couple in there that you don't have. And let's talk about a couple of champs that you do have that you have had and where you've used and where have they been useful for you, man? Yeah, okay. So um, I, I suppose Duchess is a favourite of mine because she was such an amazing carry. Um, she's phenomenal in so many circumstances and continues to be uh, really cool for particularly in a, a, a go second arena team or something like that. Um, her ability to, you know, mitigate some of the AOE damage, which most um, arena teams use, is phenomenal. Um, the other one that I actually uh, got second is Nethril. And I know a lot of people don't rate him or don't talk about him a lot, but he's a way of CCing um, all, um, all enemies is phenomenal. You know, whether it's a stun or whether it's pushing back... Um, you know, uh, their, you know, their, their ability to turn uh, is, is is also really cool. So I love those two champions. Um, but there's there's a whole lot. You know, um, it's it's like your favourite child. You don't want to pick one particularly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though most do, but yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Um, okay, so a, a decent bunch of 10 times champs there, which is really cool. Uh, I wish you all luck, whoever's open up uh, some shards. Uh, and fingers crossed you get who you're looking for, right? Um, good stuff. Now, uh, we are going to talk about uh, CVC in a little bit. I kind of want to swap the categories around, though, and, and, and go straight in to talk about Calvalax, David, right? Uh, now, first and foremost, I'm just going to explain uh, the story of what happened a year or so ago uh, with, with my chance to give it let everyone a little bit of context all right uh, so for those that don't know um last year or so we had an affinity cup contest with content creators we spent three weeks on the account and yeah, i was up against jay gigs and there was kizzle and cold brew there's loads of people involved and after the three weeks after our accounts um were done with we were allowed to just give away the accounts and do a giveaway with them right and I was kind of new as a content creator back then. And I thought, you know, I don't just want to give them away to any Tom, Dick or Harry. I want to try and do something a little bit special, a little bit unique, right? As we do for all things. So I got my community. I said, hey, 
I want you to create a Saffron Man character um, skill set. No imagery, just a skill set and come up with some skills. We had like 30 applications. We voted on the best three and then we took those best three skill sets and we took them to an artist on Fiverr and we got them to make artist renditions of those skill sets, right? Uh, so here is uh, the first Saff chart uh, that we got from last year and here is uh, the second um, which is the Saffron Lord of Light, and we have a third, oh, let me move the him up there, out of David's face, and so these are the characters which my community made uh, for the account and for the giveaway, right, really cool characters, and we told Cirilla all about this, hey, I'm doing this giveaway, the community are creating characters for in-game, you've got some amazing artists, etc., you should do something like this uh, in the future, and lo and behold, now, as we mentioned on the podcast last week, we have David, which is the very first winner for the champion uh, contest. Uh, and uh, David, I mean, take it away, man. I mean, how did it all kind of start? Like, when did you first hear about the competition? And and how did it all go about? Yeah, look, I, I, I stumbled across it. Um, I'm, I'm in their official Discord, and I, I think I noticed the announcement. And I'm always up for some free stuff, right, to try and uh, accelerate the count a little bit further. So when I saw that there was a, a competition and the prizes seemed to be reasonable, um, I gave it a, you know, I, I thought I'd, I'd give it a go. Uh, I've been a Photoshop user for, gee, a long time, maybe 15 years. Mm -hmm. So I knew it wouldn't be incredibly difficult for me to be able to put some of the key elements together. Um, and I used, I had a bit of inspiration from, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Jack Butcher books, um yeah. harry dresden and the knight's radiant books from brandon sanderson so it was kind of a combination of both um and yeah i i think i was astonished though in that competition about the artwork that was submitted there is some phenomenal concept art that were submitted in this competition so i was a little bit um delighted as well as surprised that mine was in the top three mm -hmm. um and the vote obviously just went my way. So I think it was a little bit fortuitous. Perhaps perhaps they had a model which, as you know, you can probably see it's it's similar to some of the other characters in the game. Maybe I was fortunate in that I modelled it a little bit closer to what they currently had, so it was easier for them to adopt it for the game. Yeah, so I've got a couple of uh, the concept drawings up behind me as well. Um, just, just talk us through the design stage. You know, how did the idea kind of come to you? You said a couple of ideas came to you, but what kind of started first? Did you have that image of the sword? Did you have the, like sort of the, the smoke image or the, his aura around him in your mind? What came to your mind first, and how did it all sort of develop? Yeah, so I, I suppose I base it off a of, you know a fairly classic you know, medieval character, and I continue to adopt it. Um, and my mind works in the way of, uh, it, it was more the law that came to mind first. So he was a reluctant hero, a guy who didn't really want to strap on the armor, but felt he needed to. Yeah. Um, and the armor is supposed to be demonic. Um, I didn't, I don't really understand the law of that particular group of characters in the game. So the Knight Revenant, I, I don't really know what they're about. Does yeah. anybody here know what they're about? Um, Does it, can anybody fill us in? Layla would be perfect. Um, so there are a couple of... Uh, so they've really pumped up on the lore over the last eight to nine months. 
and they've really started to add comic strips and Facebook posts and really add to that lore. So maybe they have an idea of what Knights Revenant and all the factions are and do, whether all that information is free and available. I'm sure there's a basic understanding of Knight Revenant, but um, I, I'm not 100% sure. If anyone's got a link to any information whilst we're talking about it, that would be great and that would be sweet. Um, but yeah, and great stuff. So you said you talked about the green, you wanted the demonic armor as well. I mean, how long did it take you to go from concept drawing to, to, to what the finished product that your application was? Yeah, I, I, I don't really know the number of hours because I was just tinkering away with it. The, the timeline was reasonable. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say probably 30 hours in total. But then there was lots of different variations that I was playing around with before I settled on the final version. Um, and I think I said to you, uh, I wasn't, I'm actually colorblind. So I have to use the RGB breakdown componentry to work out what the colors are. And I thought I had actually submitted a red character. Um, but it wasn't until later that my wife walked in and said, so you settled on the green one. Um, so, <laughs> so I think that's very interesting. So my stepdad was a paratrooper and he had, um, um, color blindness as well. And it was always very fascinating to me growing up thinking, oh, Man United's top is red and he would call it out blue or, or whatever. And I, I found that very uh, humorous when I was younger. But I, I find that really interesting now. Um, you know, you've entered a competition for a champ creation contest and not only did you win, but you thought the colours were different than what you sent in. I, that's, that's, you know, I think that's kind of amazing, uh, uh, really, to be fair. Um and was there a sort of particular process where when did you realize oh was it when your missus told you that it was green is that when you realized oh i should have done that instead yeah look i was I, in the back of my mind I, I had a feeling that they'd probably change the kit based on the color selection so i wasn't wanted to submit a red one because i thought that there's a good chance that it might be hp burn right but um i had a blue one so i thought you know that potentially could be a freeze mechanic um and so <laughs> quite unintentionally i went with green and look the way the kits worked i think it's actually ended up being a good thing because he's a fairly unique character um and he and you know i don't know that they could have achieved that if they had followed the kit with the color um if i had have gone with a different version so uh from yumi love disciples of the kalef death cult uh the night oh have we lost david we have just lost david jump back in whenever you can david uh i'll carry on reading this uh, cult the Knight Revenant, or is everyone in a different position now? Oh dear. Um, hello. Uh, Knight Revenant see themselves as vessels of the spirits of the dead of their order. They raid indiscriminately to capture slaves and uh, to support themselves as ritual sacrifices. Upon initiation, devotees surrendered their bodies as spirit of the dark warriors. Nice. All right, we're just getting David back into position. There we go, mate. Um, uh, Rufus Tam, any kind of questions so far? Yeah, so me, I'm, I'm Mr. Tam, actually. That's the, the, the new me. Yeah. Oh, no, mm -hmm. you fixed it. Okay, sure. Okay. I was going to do a bit about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what I wanted to say is uh, I find it absolutely fascinating that not only did you go with uh, um, modeling the character and designing him, etc., but the way that you took all that from the lore and that you built it around the lore, that's what I, what I, what I found really fascinating. And uh, huge kudos for that. So... Uh, did, did was it the first time that you basically did um, this kind of fan art for 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 a game, or did you do any other kind of uh, uh, character creation for for other games as, as fan art, maybe? No, this is definitely the first time. Uh, I, I wasn't sure that I was able to going to pull it off, honestly. 
Um, it's very different from the sort of work that I normally do in Photoshop. I own a, a company that does digital design support work for organizations, you know, serious business. Um, so it was actually, uh, it was nice to do something completely different. It was nice to play around with something fun. So yeah, it was really cool. It's potentially going to be something that I may do more frequently though. Well, uh, that, that would definitely be awesome, man, if you, if you kept going. Well, sure. especially with this success rate, one entry, one win, uh, a couple more like that, mate. <laughs> we're going to have a whole bunch of your characters in the game real soon, right? Uh, I hope so, but if they look at anything like this, man, I'll take an army of them. Uh, I mean, Tam, any questions at the moment, buddy? Honestly, like, okay. I'm going to, like, are you going to just, like, do more designs just for fun, regardless if there's a competition or not, and try, like, you know, send it to Valerium? Because... I believe your design is cool. Your design is amazing. Now. Like, yeah, can look, you, I, would you do I more? Have of, I have a couple of concepts in mind for sure. So I um, will, will definitely play around with them. And if I think they're worthy of merit, then I'll send them across to Polarian for sure. Uh, they've actually been really excellent through the whole process. They're very inclusive. They made sure I was aware of the process that was going on. Um, so, you know, I may use that channel again to send some additional stuff across. And we'll see how it goes. That they may be very disinterested, or they may give it a um, a bit of a look over. We'll see. Nice. Um, well, one of the things going back to the color blindness um, earlier, I've kind of done something a little bit with the editing team, and I thought just for a little bit of fun, I thought I'd try and show you what your character may or may not have looked like with your color scheme that you thought it was going to look like. Um, so I've actually it's done awesome. a, a Calvalax. And a little bit of a red and orange. Uh, so there is one. And and there is two. I'll put them up on screen just there. Uh, I'll send you the images um, in the Discord as well. So you can have a little look at them. Um, so there's that one there. And so, yeah, we just added a red and sort of orange tinge to the character that you've already kind of got created. We haven't gone sort of too above board or anything like that. Um, but it looks pretty cool, and it looks completely different to the one that you won with as well. And I just thought it'd be real nice to sort of to set them up for you and just have a little look because yeah, they, they look pretty sweet, you know. Yeah, um, they really do. They really do. So is that is that more of what you kind of had image in your mind as well? Because they look they were dark and menacing to be fair i mean i'm not saying that the green is bad i mean i it just they are two completely different characters what they're almost like evil twins almost you know that's exactly right that's exactly right um yeah no that that is very very much um in line with what i was thinking initially yeah that's really cool nice i, I like what, it one of the things that the character reminds me of as well i don't know uh, if you ever played a game called hellgate london um, it was sort of an old RPG game in a style of Diablo back in the day, and it was in London, and uh, they had that the kind of the neon look with the medieval armor at the same time, and it, it's very striking to me, and um, I think it's really freaking cool, man. Um, but yeah, there's um, so I'll send those images to you as well. You can go check that out. But I thought it was really Brilliant. cool. The editors, Thank you. I think it's all good. Um, going back to sort of Polarium, you know, we've all got you know our own sort of stories with Polarium. Now I I know that they do. The things that disappoint us so many times with players, they know we know they're great people. We know that they can can really do some amazing things, but we don't get to see that side very often. And yep. but when it means something, when it's a competition, when it's like 
uh, a contest where it's an award show. They they put their best front foot forward and they they give a good account of themselves. And so just refresh our memories. If what a good account of Plarium sounds like and feels like. What was their first communication with you? Did you have a private channel? Were you just talking in a public channel? And what was it like, man? Yeah, so as soon as I submitted an entry, I received an email confirming it. Um, and from that point onward, uh, it was it was a little bit silent. But as soon as uh, it was included in the top three, they let me know about that. So that way I was aware that that post was on and potentially that I could try and generate interest or, or get some people to support it, perhaps. I don't know. Um, and then as the winner... Um, I was connected up with one of their staff, Juliana, Juliana, uh, excuse me if I've mispronounced that. And okay. she was fantastic. So she kept me in the loop uh, for the whole process. She kept showing me the design elements, letting me know about timelines. Um, obviously, there was only a certain amount of information she could share because she wouldn't, couldn't be sure that I wasn't going to unshare it, even though that I, I did sign a contract which would indicate that I you know, effectively handed over all rights digitally for the product as well as, you know, a bit of a non-disclaimer in there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the information continued to come across um, and, you know, I, I, I think they did as much as they possibly could without there being, you know, potentially someone doing a reveal or, you know, coming on a show like this three months ago where I was showing all the artwork would have been disastrous from their perspective. Yes. So they obviously had to be a little bit cautious. Yeah, I think... Uh... They're, they're not a big fan of secrets getting out, are they, Rufus? Really? No. Really. Why would you ask me that question? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. What, I, I was going to go to Tam, but what Tam looked mean? like he was, he was enjoying what? himself there, just, just, just chilling, just sleeping, having a little nap. I was like, I, I needed to wake someone up. Sorry, my bad. Um, any more questions about Rufus, Tam? Whilst David's here, I've got a whole bunch myself. Uh, please interrupt me if you've got anything that you want to ask away. Um, um, maybe there, there was something that, that that I wanted to ask, if, if, if I may interrupt. Um, uh, the name, how did you come up with it? Cal oh, dear. Okay, oh, mate, I'm really interested <laughs> for this story. Uh, explain away, David. <laughs> To be honest, there's not a lot of story there. I've actually um, asked them how they came up with the name because it's certainly not mine. And, oh, and is the it not? You didn't come is... up with the name at all. It was their oh, choice. No. no. All right. Did you have a name previously? All lined he, also, up? he also was a duke, at least. He was, he was a duke from the law that, that you wrote. Yeah, duke oh, of Doom. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the name is, is probably one, if to be completely honest, I'm not all that enamored with because it's one letter away from a laxative. So I'm not really sure... <laughs> How they came up with the name. Um, yeah. so they've, they've had some really strange choices of names before. Rotos means broken in Latin or something like that. And uh, they, they've got some really kind of crazy. Yeah. So I, I swear that was, that's crazy. So when you told me that, I, I wasn't so sure. But um, did, did you have any names lined up other than the Duke or Doom? Was it just the Duke of Doom? And then they called him Calvalax the Duke of Doom and went from there. Um, but damn, one away from a laxative, that's that's crazy. That's right. Yeah, look, I, I didn't have any other names in, in mind um, I, because I knew that wasn't going to be my gig. Much like the kit, while I made a suggestion on um, what I would love the character to have and it was actually a, a counter-attack kind yeah. of kit, um, I knew that that wasn't part of the competition and they were probably going to ignore it. So, look, 
I'm very happy with the outcome. Maybe not so much the name. Um, the artwork's fantastic. Love the kit. Love the way it all came together. You know, um, one person just um, hash who is actually part of the, the second breakfast cluster just posted a message up there, which I think is is an accurate one. It's just a shame that because it was honestly, it's the community's character. Yeah. Um, you know, we're all participating in that particular event. It's a shame that they didn't do it as the fusion, but potentially they might yes. see that. You know, it wasn't going to work that way, and I don't know why, but it's, it is a shame. I think they missed the mark. That's a huge missed opportunity. They could have done all sorts of uh, communication around it. They could have shown the uh, making of trailer and uh, encouraged people to get into the game, uh, saying that, yeah, not many games do that, actually. Taking a champion that was designed by one of the players and putting it into the game, it could be a good opportunity for them to draw new players and for us existing players to celebrate that new addition plus the champion is very very useful very good as far as his kit goes and definitely i would have loved to have him instead of uh the uh mr um, uh, sandal again here the the, mm, the, hound. the hound so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um yeah it's just a shame i, I, I don't know i people are talking about um um, getting the champ as well. Let's talk about for the fusion first and foremost. They've got uh, the hound in the fusion at the moment. If they would have done something like this, you know, for a fusion, it would be amazing. And and I think a lot of people would it would have given more spotlight uh, onto yourself and the community to put in the effort for this. Right, like I say, it's a communal effort to make this happen. You know, it's not just you that put in the effort. So to share that experience with everyone. Oh, you know, go and get a fusion uh, and good luck with this awesome champ. They have these fusions planned out well in advance, I'm sure. Remember, Saito just randomly came out um, from Cerberus Arms and when he did. And also, you know, this is the same sort of company that, you know, when we talk about shoutouts, Murder Inc. had his first ever shoutout a couple of weeks ago in game. Uh, and it was on an interview where no information was given for like an hour, right? And that's not Murder Inc.'s fault. That's yeah. it's just the information that he was allowed to, to be talking about. So I really do think they could have done something bigger and better for that spotlight, 100%. Uh, a fusion. When you've got a story like this and a character like this, you do, you know, you're supposed to fuse those two together and make something out of it. And um, yeah, I really hope they do something like that for next time. That's definitely something they should do. Uh, Tam, you're right over there, mate. You good? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Just um, listening. Just listening. Nice, mate. All right. Um, any questions before we kind of move on um, to a few more that we've got lined up? Um, uh, it's not a moral question, but it was something like he actually wrote a lore for the champion. Right. right? And this is something I've been mentioning a lot in my streams. Like, why we don't have story about the champion you know yeah. like you just mentioned what is night revenant about for example mm -hmm. like these small details actually matters mm -hmm. like he just said that this champion like for example have a demonic armor he was a lord he have a lore for it he have a background story like we know our campaign story is just like two minutes of gameplay right so why don't we have like something about the champions of the game? That would be nice. Um, don't you guys agree with me on that? Yeah, completely. So one thousand percent, man. So one of the things I mentioned. Take a game like Awaken. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So one of the things that I mentioned to the Diamond last year was to maybe add 
um, bits of lore under the character's name, for example, right? So let me just go to a random character that I have in my roster. Um, let's just go Siffy. I think Tormin was my example to him at the time. So under skills, he could have a little text of what the skill does. Like, um, whether it be fire or ice, they burn all the same or something. He's got a HP burn and he freezes them. And they could just play around with the skills and um, with the name. They could have a little bit of text under the name here. Even go into the index. You know, you could have all sorts of things uh, typed down here as well. When you click on the champ, it could be on the left-hand side. could be on the information. They have an information button, but they've no information on other than you can acquire this champ from from wherever summoning great awesome mm. didn't know that so it would be really nice if they can add in for more information for champions for sure not just on comic strips on facebook so, so, or, so, 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 you know well, i'm thinking like magic the gathering cards yeah so the this. thing is yeah is what I'm yeah take 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 magic the gathering take any kind of uh, other game or take awaken klc era who's uh the uh, next competitor trade that's almost out. It's in the latest stages of beta. Yeah. Uh, it has that. You go into the index, you click on any champion, you will find detailed story even for the uh, trash characters, for the one stars and two stars. You will find some backstory for them and how they relate to the other ones. In raid, they could have done even more. You could have, for example, gotten a little bit of the story when you first pull the character, and as you ascend them, as you level them up, you will get a little bit more and more story, and then when you max out the character, you get the full story. So it doesn't take much to hire a professional writer, and any able uh, writer could do the whole lore for this game in, uh, in maybe a couple of days at most, just... Uh, writes bits and, and pieces of story here and how each character relates to each to, to each other. Take Ethan Zoid, uh, my, my clanmate, and uh, also uh, he's a moderator and a YouTuber. He did that work and started to piece all the, the, the lore that was uh, issued by Plarium and added a bit of its own. It's not really that difficult and it would add a lot of value to the game, which now feels like a game with zero story and it's an RPG for God's sakes. It's not a fighting game where it's excusable. This is a role-playing game at, at its core. So the story element is, is crucial. Is, is, it's essential. Uh, even if you don't care about it after a certain amount of hours, but it has to be there. So, yeah, that's, that's something that they definitely are missing out on. And uh, who knows, maybe, maybe they'll work on it someday, maybe never. Yeah, so going back to the conversation I had with the diamond, I say, look, we need some of this stuff. And he goes, well, yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, the problem is, um, out of the 1,500, 1,600 player employees they have in their offices, just they have one person in charge of all the law, and that's Green Knight. So, like, <laughs> just one person has been in charge of all the Right, is that, but they can no. do that. They have um, off, you know, staff members in their offices which would be loving to do something like this, but because that one person is in charge of all of that law, it's very slowly implemented, right? It needs to get checked, created, double-checked. How does that link up with... You know, they're going all MCU over it, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I would love for them to do something like that. And Greenlight yeah. has 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 a lot on his plate already. He's not right. just doing the law; he's doing community management, coordinating yeah. uh, multiple things at once. So, yeah, that's that that should be given to a person that's dedicated to it. And I've said it to to Greenlight to his face many times. Actually, at the time, I didn't know it was his. I criticized the law uh, in in its beginning and talking about how crappy it was at some at some pieces. Uh, and now I understand in retrospect why he 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 was trying to defend it. So, but yeah, I'll tell it again. Some of that lore 
It's not that he's doing a bad job. It's that it's not. It shouldn't be his job in the first time, in the, in the first place. Or if it is his job, they should he should be dedicated to it. At least have a team give it enough time yeah. to complete it. Yeah. Or a team. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah, you're absolutely spot on. I think the law would absolutely enrich the uh, the process, and they constantly hint at it, which I find incredibly frustrating. Mm -hmm. You know, the Cardiel Sissia thing. Okay, so there's mm. there's a story there where you know his passive works against anyone in that particular faction, but. He seems to be working with her. And you just think, okay, okay, there's a story there. Why, why aren't they telling us what that story is? It's really frustrating. That was a lot, but we see nothing of it. Like, also, Countess Lex and Astralon, Siffy, Rhodos. Okay, we know they are, like, right and one, a husband and whatever. Like, but still, there's a... Okay, Venus and Cupidus. Like, dude, these small things actually give the game a personality. Mm -hmm. Right? It gives, like, perspective. Like, just add something to the game's story. Make, like, why didn't you extend the campaign yet? Like, put more story in the campaign, for example. Mm -hmm. Something like that mm -hmm. will actually give the players better experience playing the game, especially for new players. And Lumaya and Siroth. They're yeah. talking about them since the game started. We know nothing more than one is dark, the other one is light. So what right. What about these two? Yeah. Uh, going back to, to Rotus and Siffy, I, you know, I was in the process of doing a, a Ray TV series at one point, and I, I was trying to find out the origin story of Rotus and Siffy, and I threw the question to the Diamond and Green Knight, um, what faction were Rotus and Siffy before they were undead? Right, and I said surely they would be Sacred Order, right? You know, I'm guessing they would be Sacred Order, Rotos and Siffy, and it come back as as a yes. That that yeah, that's a confirmation they would be Sacred Order before Undead. Awesome, we'd love to know about that. Put that in the you know in the origin story. You know, that'd be that'd be great. Um, but there's so many things like that that they can enhance, which would be fantastic. And I really hope they can continue to do stuff like that. Um, uh. Yeah, hopefully one day. I mean, law, law, law. Expand, get more people on it. That'll be fantastic, uh, and that'll be good, man. Um, uh, David, again, going back to the Calvalax as well. I'm just wondering, you know, did you have, did you, ha you had the idea with the Knight Revenant straight away, or was that Polarium, or did you, did you think the Knight Revenant was was where he's supposed to be, where he should belong? Yeah, no, it was definitely something that I had in mind based on the lore of, you know, a guy who picks up the demonic armor, um, I felt that that was the most appropriate faction for sure. And to be honest with you, I had actually had a look at the roster, and I don't know if you remember, um, 12 months ago, the Knights Revenant were a little undercooked. They didn't have a lot of champs in there, so I suppose there was an opportunity for me to try and enrich that faction. That That's changed significantly now. We've actually got a few more characters in there which uh, make that faction a lot stronger. But at, at that stage, I thought it'd be really cool to try and build out that faction for sure. Uh, that's great stuff, man. Um, I see a few people are asking about Calvalax and Clan Boss. I, I you give it a little while longer. People, more and more people start getting him, and it'll be pretty cool. And on that as well, David, you you handed your Calvalax to Deadwood Jedi. Um, Deadwood was on our podcast last week. He came on and said, "Hey, yeah, I've done a couple of videos of Calvalax," and David gave me his champ. Talk to us about that. I'm, I'm guessing, you know, you don't get to speak to, to many people like Deadwood very often. I'm sure you reached out and said, hey, do you want to do something with my champ? And Deadwood is such a great guy. He was like, yeah, come on, let's do it. Let's do something. What was that like? 
Yeah, actually, um, he was really excited. And I suppose I reached out to him and Hal Hades for the simple reason being that, you know, I've used their resources extensively to try and make sure that I was a little bit more successful in the game. So it was my opportunity to give back a little. Mm-hmm. Um, and Deadwood, he was, he was, yeah, he was very excited to have it, give it a crack. And I think there are some teams that potentially would be amazing with this particular champ. I am playing around with a few. I've, I've done quite a few trials. Um, and there was a team that he suggested that I uh, initiate, which I will be doing after this fusion. It's just a matter of not enough hours in the day, right? And right. Um, I think I said earlier that my wife feels like a gaming wi- a widow. Well, unfortunately, it's a little <laughs> bit like that again now that I'm starting to play the game on PC. It's a fantastic game. I love it. But, yeah. oh, my gosh, it takes some time. Um, but, yeah, no, look, I, I think Deadwood was surprised at how strong the character was in clan boss because it does hit pretty hard obviously it comes with the poisons and the ability to to extend those poisons which is also a nice bonus so i I am absolutely certain that that some of the the brainiacs that are involved in this game are going to come up with some amazing things for clan boss for sure no one tell victor for the love of god just no one tell (laughs) anyone victor uh, anyone that that Calvalax is good at Clamboss, please just just oh just, my god, just, just no more. We're gonna get to that in a little bit, um, no. but but yeah, damn. Does no one tell Victor that Calvalax is good to see me? Okay, let's just let's just all move on from that fact. <laughs> um, all right, I, I'm sure if there's any more kind of questions, I, I've kind of forgotten a few. Um, we'll come back to them and I'll ask away. Uh, Tam and Ruth will ask away also. Um, but there is another couple of topics that I would love to get through today. Um, one of them being, guys, um, now this, CV, this CVC was kind of crazy. We had one of the biggest head-to-heads, the community, the raid world, Teleria, has ever freaking seen. We had number one, Number two, go head to head, and they just went kind of crazy. And we all know what CBC is like. You know, they're all battling against each other, and ultimately they were going nuts for one gear piece each. You know, the way that CBC works. Uh, Rufus, you did a video on this as well. Would you like to kind of break it down? Who was involved? What kind of happened? And and this and the other. Yeah, sure. So um, first, I'd like to announce that I'm free to play now after the CBC <laughs> for life. Yeah, my children also will be free to play. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was uh, my clan, Gods and Legends, against uh, Ch- uh, Czech Republic, and it's not Czech with a CZ. It's a Czech like the Czech book, Czech Republic. That's what they call themselves. Yeah. So uh, we knew beforehand that we would be against that clan, and we knew that they went hard on CBC. They also knew that we did. So um, it started fairly, let's say, normally, like A to high-ranking clans CVC would start, meaning everybody was trying to push. But at some point, I guess maybe one day in, it was clear that we would not be stopping at the normal amounts of points because we were already at like 25, 26, and nobody was stopping. They weren't, and we weren't. Throughout the whole CVC, they were always ahead of us with maybe 200 so just for the lower points, players that's 25 million right 25 million points yeah, end of yeah, day yeah, one as million. a clan right yeah yeah actually end of day one it was 30 it was 30 uh, million 30 million end of day one yeah. each <laughs> each 
So it was like thirty to thirty-one, or, or there was there were very minimal differences at at one point. Yeah. And then uh, we kept pushing, and uh, we 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 had our aces in the in the hole. They also did have theirs. Uh, we tried to push some last-minute points. Um, we got all the way to thirty-nine, but then they jumped to forty-one. Uh, ahead of us with people dumping books and uh, all sorts of uh, high point stuff so it was absolutely crazy the good thing about it is there was no bad blood whatsoever in our clan so everybody did their best so because in our clan we have a call out system where everybody announces before the series sorry <laughs> yeah man gotta drink me something when everybody announces before CVC how many points they think they can score, and based on your call out, you're placed in either GNL1, GNL2, or GNL3. So, uh, all the people who announced their points for GNL1 for, for GNL or who were put in GNL1 uh, all announced that they were willing to push. So, take me for instance, I said that I could put in 350,000 and willing to push. Right. That willing to push uh, turned out uh, like almost a million points in the end. I had without 900,000 points. Uh, so tripled my call out. Many people did it. Some people put out 3 million points individually uh, in both our clan and in the opposing clan. So crazy stuff ha happening. We didn't get much as far as reactions uh, stuff goes, but that wasn't the goal. It was basically just uh, to, to try and get the win. And uh, the other clan was nothing but respectful. We were exchanging friendly banter in uh, discords through in common discords, and we still communicate up all, uh, all up to now. So there's nothing but respects between us. But all that said, so this was the positive side. So enjoying CVC for a change. But why are we doing this to ourselves? That's the big question. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't be <laughs> kids at home. Don't do this. The only winner is Polarium, right? Doing. Let's be honest. Absolutely, 1,000%. Yeah. It's just them and the mode itself. This just shows us how much fun an actual clan versus clan mode would could be. be in the game. Yeah. 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 This just goes to show it. And I, I, call, I said it in my video and Polarium, they commented, on, they commented on the video and uh, yeah, said that I hope that you listen to us. Please give us something like this, but not in the spirit of CVC or just change CVC so that it becomes more towards collaboration, coordination, and coming together to achieve common goals. It's so much fun to do it as a team. It's so much fun to push and to try and raise the flag of your clan or sky high, but make it so, so that we don't have to bleed ourselves dry to do it. Right. That's all. Because that ain't happening every two weeks. I'm telling you that for nothing. That's, that's Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, David, talk to me about your CVC experiences. Talk to me about the possibility of you have you know, your clan getting forty million one day. I mean, that's just an extreme amount of number. I mean, I know my clan has got. I think our most is eight or nine million out of push if we really need to. Um, but what's your experience with CVC, man? So I'm I'm fortunate to belong to the Second Breakfast cluster, and they're an amazingly uh, supportive group of people. But um, at the same time, we're not horribly competitive. You know, we're very keen to give it a go and we've been very successful, but yeah. we're also making sure that we have a lot of fun. Um, so to be honest with you, I can't even begin to understand how those sort of point levels can be generated. It's, I'd have to consider, like, can you share with us any of the details on your more successful methods to generate points? I I'll tell yeah, you sure. how, yeah, ka-ching, ka -ching. So yeah. literally you've got... Um, 
there there are people with 400 plus lego books left over you know just, there's that there, yeah, there's that yes there, there are loads not, of stuff it's, like not, that, it's, but, not, it's, it's not the only source oh no but that's um it's a massive help when you've got no, something if, like if i had to tell you yeah. i did the, the detailed breakdown on, on my channel but you, you'd be surprised if you looked at the score um you'd see that most of the points were generated through spider spider 20 have to yeah. be more specific so out of the for example the the 40 million or the 39 million 18 million were from spider 25 yeah only wow. 10 million came from books and ascensions and etc i say only but it's just 25 percent compared to the all close to to, to 50 percent or 40 percent from spider the rest is just 3v3 arena a little bit of uh, artifact ascension a little bit of forging etc just to to get uh, the remainder but yeah there are books of course books can give you a lot of points very quickly champion ascension too but just today is where it's at you just load a whole bunch of energy you leave it farming uh, overnight and uh, you hope to have the fastest teams possible with the sissia for example and a fast computer so that's how you you you, you make points in cvc nowadays yeah, this okay. is where like auto battles aren't even thought of because it takes five seconds in between the auto battles to start again. Like that's that's no help to anyone in that kind of mind. Oh frame. no, Those forget are... about that. Exactly. So it's literally RSL you, helper. You need a proper like, auto clicker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. In RSL helper, OMG click, or just good old auto uh, auto hotkey. Yeah. Um... Uh, and, and Tam, I mean, you sent me an image there. I mean, if you wouldn't mind sending it in our Shadow Legends uh, Discord, because I can't change my Discord channel uh, whilst sure. we're live, uh, that'd be great. Uh, talk to us about your CC and uh, give me your your reactions to um, to Rufus's um, mad event. Honestly, I don't want to do that. Like forty million, Anna. Like that's a lot. Okay, it's kind of fun to push together as a clan. I he said, as a one -off, I agree with yeah. him on that. Yeah. Yeah, but also I don't want to put that pressure on my clan. Like you have to push. Let's do it. Right? Like not everyone is a big spender or have the resources. But as you can see, that was our last CVC. We had it easy, kinda. Uh I don't know, or maybe the other clan gave up or something, but uh we had like what three or four people at a million point mm -hmm. in that CVC. Uh as Blaze and Bullet said in chat right now, get your wallets out. Yep. That's the thing I don't want to like. I don't want to put pressure on the clan, basically. Anymore. At the end of the day, we're to. trying to have. Yeah. yeah. We had we're having fun. Uh, people are leaving their clans already because of CBC. You know the drama happened. People are swapping clans to go to a better clan to win CBC, and that is basically making the community toxic. Yeah. But we talked about this already a long time ago. But as you can see. I'm gonna say we got lucky though. We just got lucky maybe with this one. Like I don't know who's gonna be the next opponent is. Uh, I just want to say, I... Rufus, how does it feel seeing that? You know, when you mm. you you and your clan went into forty million, mm. and you just and you got like one or two pieces if you're lucky, and Tam's clan got fourteen yeah, and all four and... pieces. You know, no, man. We, 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 well, you know. we definitely knew what we were going going in for. So just within the first few hours, we knew that whoever won this would not, not win more than two pieces at most. Fair and enough. we still dumped that. So it's just a question of mentality. Uh, our second clan won three pieces uh, easily. Uh, I know exactly multiple clans 
just with six million on all four pieces. So yeah, definitely. As I always re- reply to this kind of question, it 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 it, it wasn't exactly about the money. <laughs> it was about sending a message. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so that's crazy. Oh, well, mods. By the way, we know uh, which clan to carpet bomb if we're looking for a few new players, don't we? Um, let's get those sick and bears. Let's see if we can get from there. Done. It's all good. We're not going to get off the roof first, but uh, that clan sniping tool, by the way, I tell you, it's um, I I'm not a fan. It is it, I'm not going to wind myself up talking about that uh, again. It'd be cool, but um, yeah, it was it was a really cool thing, and um, GG uh, Rufus and everyone involved. Uh, sometimes you just when you're committed to an idea, you just have to commit, right? It's just wait, the same thing with Sir Nick and chicken wings and That's award it. shows like you come up with an idea you just gotta stick with That's it right it. extract or no extract you, you gotta follow through so um mm-hmm. uh gg to everyone involved that that's some kahunas and i swear just don't ever do it again please please play them just like oh look at no. this we've got two clans <laughs> they're going 40 million <laughs> for one accessory each <laughs> <laughs> oh my god if there wasn't any sort of uh oh nazi comparisons before and they oh please do another one but that was great they're just sitting back and seeing those two clans go at it thinking this is what we made cvc for um so yeah oh. we have Re- Re- replicant troy who's, who's one of the guys in the, in the czech republic clan big shout out to you he said that they had a blast and so did we man and uh, yeah, we wouldn't have had it any other way. Great fight from you, and on nothing but respect. By the way, Replicant Roy here is is a killer. I don't remember exactly his points, but it was something in the close to three million, maybe just by himself. Um, that's nice. Well, uh, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, honestly, just from watching, I I could. I, there's no way I'd be able to enjoy watching something like. Cause I could just feel the pain all the time and i just i can literally imagine player's pockets just filling up and it's just it's painful um but all right um let's go and talk about uh, some community shout outs then i mean we you know each um podcast nowadays we're trying to give a little bit of community shout outs to not just the content creators that kind of deserve a shout but maybe community members that aren't under the spotlight quite so much right and uh, david you've talked about you you represented the second breakfast today um is there anyone in particular that a like really kind of helped you out when you first started getting going or anyone within second breakfast that kind of just goes above and beyond for the clan for the community um okay so there's lots and lots of people in that uh cluster who do an amazing job um, so our leader, uh, the Glorious Dest, um, is amazing, super supportive, very caring sort of person who makes sure that uh, the cluster runs super well. But we've got a whole bunch of other people in there. Hash is here. He's amazing. Always helps out people who are trying to understand how to better you know, leverage their, their, their particular roster in the game. There's so many people, and I know as soon as I start listing them, there's going to be people I think of later that I just go, I can't believe I forgot them. So I'm going to avoid that and just simply say there are some amazing folk um, and that's one of the joys about uh, Raid, you know, it's that the game brings us, the graphics, you know, excites us, but it's the community that makes us stay. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that I belong to a community which is super supportive, keen to help everybody out and, you know, do a really good job and being very warm and welcoming to the new people into the group. So um, we may not be hitting the same heights as you guys, um, Rufus, but honestly, we have a really good time and everybody um, feels very welcome and supported in this raid journey uh, and it is a journey indeed uh, but that's what it's all about it, it's just it's that community that togetherness that we you know we've all got pockets of communities trying to stick together right and um 
we're all doing our own thing so yeah i think that's really cool and and what we do usually guys on the podcast we leave um you know links in the description of the youtube what we'll do if a second breath is so happy to i'll leave a link to their discord in the description down below so if you want to go see david or anyone in second breakfast we'll leave a link in the description right um and that'd be pretty cool um Tam, no worries, man. Tam, community shout-outs, buddy. Who kind of works hard for you without any pay whatsoever? Uh, who who does a shout-out or who deserves a shout-out within your clan or your community? Uh, talk to me, man. Uh, I want to shout-out Blazing Bullets. He's in chat right now on your stream. Uh, he's one of my clan members. He's been a mod for me. He's doing an amazing job. Some of my clan's members are also streamers, like Viking Whales, Authentic, land in the great these guys are awesome they help the community a lot uh make sure to check them out show them some love and support they are really really great uh all my clan i'm so proud of you guys on the past cvcs thank you so much like you are amazing every other content creator that's small or big who's trying to help people in the game you are amazing keep doing it uh shout out for our great designer here dude i want to see more david from your designs i right. can't wait yeah. really your design is better than Polarium's designs so keep at it for real like it's awesome i'm really loving calvalax i didn't pull him but one day i'll pull him out and say hats off to david thank you it might take me 12 months before we all get them, to be fair. It's going to take a, a long time. It took me over 12 months. I had Saito on the podcast. It took me 15 months after he came on the podcast to get Saito the character. It was it was really tough. By then, he'd moved on to other sponsorships. There's nothing I could do. But um, but moving on. Um, awesome. Great shout-outs there, Tam. Uh, Rufus, same kind of deal, mate. There is just, you know, we could go on. There are so many people within every one of our communities and, and so many content creators that do so many things. And, and just give a couple of yeah. shout-outs for yourself, please, mate. Hey, for sure. So shout-out again to the uh, Shindra Corporation backbone, even though it's uh, kind of became a little bit of a ghost town over time because, uh, yeah, the, the channel was not growing as fast as I wanted to. But there are a core of, of people who stuck in Mali DSN, uh, being one of them, uh, uh, who, who will recognize himself as Bream. So big shout-out to him. Um, as far as clan mates and content creators, uh, there's Ethan Zoid, who's uh, also getting close to 1,000 subscribers. Uh, he's doing what some of the most unique content in Raid uh, to date. So he does the regular informative videos that you would find elsewhere with a twist, because he, he's really knowledgeable about the game. But he does animations with Pepe's, the character, the frog, about yeah. Raid Shadow Legends. Uh, th that's pretty unique. Nobody does that. And I wish that he continues on that path and uh, continues being creative. He's also a moderator. Recently joined the moderator team, so he does also work helping the the the, the, the community. So instead of doing multiple shout-outs, I've decided to combine them all in this one big <laughs> shout-out. And uh, I wish to see much success with my friend Zoid. And also, of course, to you, uh, Saffron. To you, Mr. Them, and to you, uh, David Fitzsimmons, for, for what you did and wishing you all all sorts of success in uh, what's to come. Uh, nice, great stuff. Uh, there are uh, a couple of people that I would love to mention uh, this week in particular. Uh, Want to mess, as some of you know, has just been a legend uh, in the community ever since he turned up in. Now, it might have started off as like some of the wrong reasons. Like, 
once mess kind of got big for doing gear cleanses right and you know because no one else wanted to do gear cleansing for people let alone turn it into a service this that and the other and he's turned into such a pro and ever since he came on the podcast for the first time and he said oh i do gear cleanses i've always thought hmm i would love to get one to mess do one of my gear cleanses uh he did one of mine the other night um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, and just what a pro um, at cleansing gear. I had well over a thousand pieces in my inventory. I had plenty more in my inbox. And so I think he sold about 600 pieces of my gear for me uh, the other night, which was great. And But he does that for so many people each and every day, each and every week. Without an attitude problem, he doesn't kind of get frustrated. He's doing a service which no one else wants to do for the community every time. And he does it with a smile on his face. And it's a great thing. I just want to do a massive shout out to Wantamass. Great mentality for the community. Great community member. Um, And yeah, fair play. This is the first time I've ever had someone cleanse my gear. And, you know, I, I think he did a top, top job. And... Yeah, you know, there were some things that he was selling. I'm like, oh no, I'll, I'll never have sold that in a million years. But he's just on that next level of, of usefulness of where you're going to use. So, if anyone's ever in doubt about going to want to mess again in gear cleanse, uh, I, I fully recommend. It's the only person I will take my gear cleanse to. He's just fantastic, um, and it's not even that expensive either, right? So you can get on the list if you're interested. But GG. Um, again, another one going on. Um. Guys, this, this is like another week, another Victor Tears world record. It just, it doesn't stop. We get continuous world records each and every week. We're now on what, 100, uh, 700 million. Come on, OBS, work for me. We're nearly done. There we go. Oh, it's really not liking it for whatever reason. It's free. There we go. All right, we'll just keep it there. So, new world record for Victor Tears. Um, this was just yesterday, day before... David, what's what have you been hearing? You know of Victor Tess over the last few weeks and months. Have you been hearing about these world records happening all the time? Have you been keeping tabs of all the teams? Just talk to me about what you have been hearing within the Second Breakfast Club of Victor Tess and the world records of late. It's it is amazing. Uh, some of the stuff that he's doing and the way he's doing it is is very very cool. And I know he's um, that the concept here is on the back of other. You know, content creators and their their idea, which is which is really cool as well. So, uh, as I said earlier, I find it amazing how clever this community is and how they're actually tweaking the game to go in places that I'm sure Plarium had never anticipated. But I absolutely love it. I love the concept, um, and I think I said earlier that um, I was fortunate enough to pull a second Chris. So I'm actually trying to create a team like this now, as well as another one for um, Calvalax to be included in a clan boss team. So there's a couple of little projects that I'm working on, but I don't have the sort of gear that Victor Tess has. I actually had a look at one of the videos where he unpacks it, and oh my gosh! Not surprisingly, given the fact that he's you know creating world records, the gear level requirement is extraordinary, and what he's got Brogni doing is phenomenal. So look, I absolutely love it, and I love the fact that it's creating yet another interest in this amazing game. You know, this 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 game has so much to offer and it allows people to do so many really cool things. And this is a shining example of it. So I absolutely tip my hat to the guy. He is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he, uh, he's been on the podcast before. He's such a nice guy. Uh, Rufus, uh, another community member that's helping along the line, is Sharky as well. Uh, shout out to Sharky and Victor's yeah. team of people that are really trying to make these world records possible. Are we going to see another world record broken next week, Rufus? What do we think? What's happening? This is ridiculous. 700 million and counting. <laughs> what do you think? I think we could actually. Well, I, I had. Uh, uh, I was in another podcast this week with Sharky. Uh, I was invited, and uh, he's again also a great guy, the nicest guy you, you could ever find. And he's also interested into pushing the comp further. But uh, as uh, as you mentioned, uh, the gear that Victor Tess only Victor Tess has, and it's not that easy to to try and replicate those results. I think that we could see another world record because this comp here does have some potential to push a little bit more. Maybe we could find replacements for certain champions. Who knows? But what I'm sure of is that if Victor Tess continues that, one day we will open our clan boss and we will find it empty with a big note saying, "No, this is not what I signed up for." The clan boss will quit. <laughs> He will resign. Stop it. It's too much. So, yeah, shout out to, to Victor Tessis. He's been doing an, an extraordinary job just showing that this game can be all that this game can be. So, with all the criticism we direct towards Plarium, they still have a great IP, a great, great platform for creativity. Mm -hmm. So, again, I will never get tired of saying it. Make Raid great. Right. I would uh, not say again, but make it great. <laughs> yeah, your fingers crossed. And um, again, I think... Tam is just literally in disbelief there by literally at the moment. I think oh. what what makes it worse for a lot of people, Tam, is yeah, a lot of people are looking and say, Yeah, I've got Lanikis, yeah, 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 I'll give that a go. Yeah, I've got I've got Brogni, yeah, I, yeah, all right, I'll see yeah, I don't have a Chris, but I can exactly. make it something work. Like I can, I can replace the Chris somehow. But then when it gets to the corpulent cadaver and Hellborn, I mean, people are like, where did that come from? No one was ever expecting 700 million Clan Boss team with two rares in there as well, right? I mean, man, I mean, what's your reaction to it, mate? It's just absolutely crazy, isn't it? Like, it's insane. Yeah. It's madness. Like, Palarium, bring Hydra ready, Victor broke the game. I keep saying that every time mm -hmm. I see a new record from him. Like, 700 million, that's huge. Mm-hmm. No one does this. No one, like, not even close to these numbers but Victor. Like, seriously, he's doing the impossible right now. Mm -hmm. He's the only one who achieved this. Yes, his gear level is insane. Like, to farm these kind of gears, like, his team is based on shield. Unlimited shield. Unlimited yeah. buffs. Ultimate survivability. But people, like, when people think they can replicate this easily, oh, I'll do this. I have all of these champs. Let's do it. No, you can't. No, you can't. You need to farm just dragons solely to do this for Stalwart, for example, or Speed Gear, or whatever, like, gears he's using on his account. You cannot replicate this easily. This is, like, almost impossible to replicate. It's not almost impossible to replicate. It can be replicated. But the gear took time. Like, be patient. Like, like, take your time. Patience is the key here if you want to replicate something like this. But having the same champions, like, who would have thought Cadaver will do that much damage? No one. <laughs> no one ever saw that. If you, no if you, one. If you go back uh, 12 months from now and you would have, like, uh, you know, the, the MacBook from Back to the Future of all the sporting things going on. If you you get that that book and say, oh yeah, in twelve months time we're gonna have seven hundred million in clan boss and then Corpion and Cadaver is gonna do, what was it? I can't even see it on this screen. It was like two hundred mil. I, I, I don't know, mate. Cadaver is doing five hundred and fifty four million. Five hundred. 
it, it, yeah, it boggles the mind. Like, Half a billion. <sighs> Um, when was the 500 million? That was about a month ago, right? That 500 yeah, million yeah. record. So, are we? Uh, yeah, okay. So, when is there going to be a billion? I'm just going to throw that out there. When's the billion world record hitting? Even possible or what? Just never going to happen? Uh, you never know. With speeds, with high enough speeds, you could, but uh, that's the only limit today. It's just the speeds. How many turns they would take before the game breaks? Yeah, I was going to say, that's yes, the key. Yes, I yes. wonder at what, what point we're just going to go, no, you're done. Because I believe Vic Victor actually stops the fight manually and yes. leaves the clown boss because of the turn limit. Right. It's, yep. uh, what was it, uh, 1,000 turns, 1,200 turns? 1, I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, 1,500, yes. So, and it's the turns of your champions, not the clown boss. So, yeah. he have to stop it at that time or it bugs out, basically. Like, it's done. You cannot do more. Like, the possibility is here for him. He, if he can get, like, don't forget, Cadaver and Hellborn are, like, rare, so they don't have multipliers as epics or legendaries, but the thing is here, he can do so much more with this team. Honestly, like, the other day, I jumped into his stream to say hello, and he said, like, I want to try with two Brognis. Mm. Like, the guy is thinking already of the next step. Or two Cadavers. Or two cadavers, for example, oh, like instead goodness. of the Hellborn. <laughs> yeah. Like, right? Um, the possibilities are, like, open for him. Just, again, no one tell him about Calvalax. That is the last thing. <laughs> I don't think Calvalax will fit in his team. I reckon he can make a team work with Calvalax if he wants to. He can. Yeah. He can. He can. Yeah. He can. Very much he can. But, like, the idea about cadaver in here is because the more shield he has, the more damage he will do. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. So that's the idea behind him. Yeah. Like, um, and I and I find it beautiful that Plarium just gave us like this tiny bit of a finger with uh, the Brogni's kit. Just a sentence extends shields a little bit. Yeah. And look what <laughs> where the community took it and how far we've run we've run with that. That's that's maybe why they they're not releasing good champions uh, uh, very often. They started going back on an upwards trend, but we we spent quite a long time with uh, some champions that were dubious at best. Yeah, honestly, we'll Brogni's Bro 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 worth of being a void legendary, even not yeah, magic. Yeah, honestly, yeah. like I, I believe they made a mistake making Brogni a fusion. He's so yeah. good. He's so good, man. Like, why? Like, uh, why didn't we make him a void legendary and make people pull shards for him? Right. That's a lot of money. He's, he's so good. He's on he's par. Immediately in, in the majority of my teams. From yeah, yeah. He, he's on par with these champions. Like, it's exactly the same thing with Duchess. Duchess is so good, but she wasn't a fusion. I dare to say even Brogni is the best fusion so far. Okay. We ever let had. Me, let me go through a few yeah. fusions. Hang on. Let, let me let me try and work it out. You reckon Brogni's the best ever fusion ever? Um... Maybe behind Rotos Prinov. Uh, no, Rotos Pro was limited, honestly. Rodos was only used in arena pre-nerf. Uh, well, by uh, you, by you. I mean, no, uh, no, it, it could be used pretty much anywhere. People were using him in nightmare, yeah. you know, uh, for the nightmare um, campaign mission. Uh, to complete the I, I have, a, I have a clan mate that still uh, that that was frustrated because he couldn't pull counter attack champions for the longest time. So he focused on relentless gear. He's free to play, and he Rotos is still part of his clan boss team, and he does like 50, 60 million on ultra nightmare. With a full speed relentless team, 
with Rotos as his main yeah. DPS. And he's been doing it since since the fusion. So maybe Rotos pre-nerf somewhere, um, Tormi pre-nerf, but definitely Brogni is, if not number one, he's within the top three. Easy. Mm. Easy. Uh, Brogni is by mile one of the best fusions ever, alongside Sir Nick. Thanks, Iskran. Thanks. Absolute trial. I think we've just lost David again. or wait for David to come back <laughs> yeah. real quick. Um, we're going to wrap things up anyway. So um, whilst he's getting his everything connected again. Uh, Tam, it's been a pleasure having you on again, man. Um, how you been? Uh, so what are you up to this week? Got anything planned in particular? Any mega streams coming on? What are you up to? Um, recently, we're going to do the fusion. Like uh, We have an account giveaway. I'm going to be on my stream. Yep. We released two No More Songs. Uh, shout out to HWZ, the guy who is behind the music. Yep. Two more songs are out, like with me screaming in them, technically. <laughs> uh, I hope you guys enjoyed them. Give me a feedback. You like it, you're not. What else you want to hear in the future? Uh, and that's mostly it for now. Um, nice, mate. Good stuff. Um, again, it's always great having you on. If, guys, if you want to go catch uh, Mr. Tam, um, and his, all of his channels on his YouTube. It's all going to be in the description down below on YouTube and on Spotify as well. It's going to be great. So go and say hi to him if you don't mind. That'll be sweet. Uh, Rufus, same deal. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Are you going to be up to much this week? Yep. Any more awesome videos coming out? Yep. Uh, lined up content for, for the whole week. I try to upload daily as much as I can. If I can't upload daily, I will at least upload three or four times a week. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, to be honest, the support has been tremendous. Uh, ever since I came back on, on this trend, I, I went up like 150 subscribers. Now I'm practically at 1000. So uh, this this is this is, has been going great. And uh, I'll be doing some more humorous content, some more informative content. But uh, one word is uh, upload, upload, upload. Quality over quantity, hopefully. Nice, good stuff. Always great to hear, man. It's always great to see you. And, and thanks for all your smiles and everything else. Same deal, guys. You want to go hang out with Rufus, either on Twitch or on YouTube. I'll send all of his links to his channels down below in the description, all right? And, and David, thank you so very much for coming on. We started the podcast. It was literally pitch black at night and now we're ending the podcast and i can see daylight through your window mate um it's been one of them i hope you've enjoyed yourself thanks <laughs> so much for coming on and sharing your stories with us right it was an absolute pleasure it was it was really cool hanging out with you guys um this morning i had an absolute ball really appreciate you sending out the invitation to me Seth. thank you very much uh, no worries at all. And again, if you want to get in touch with David or the Second Breakfast uh, Cluster, I'll leave the link in the description down below. Go and say hi. Maybe go and join their clan if they've got a few opening up. Uh, but go and say hi to their awesome community. Again, I've seen Second Breakfast around since the early, early days. I've always seen their posts. And it's great to finally have someone from Second Breakfast on the podcast. It's been great. And uh, yeah, a very heartily congratulations, David, for, for winning the contest. It's a fantastic story. It was the best news to come out that week and in many weeks as well. I've been wanting something like this for the community for a long time. So many congrats and well done, man. That's really cool stuff. Um, uh, just to kind of sign off uh, before we go, remember that last week we kind of announced the award ceremony 2021 is now in full effect. Okay, we're, we're getting things sorted out for it. Um, I have got a little bit of a hiccup, which I need people's help with. Last year, I tried my very best to get some trophies for everyone. Um, I got my cousin involved. Uh, COVID kind of scuppered those plans, and we really couldn't get any trophies involved for last year. I'm trying my very best to get trophies for this year. 
and last year as well. I'm trying to get 30 trophies made at the same time um, for this summer uh, for this winter holiday. I'm really struggling with terms of getting the finances together to make those prints or to find someone to make a high quality enough print for me to make it happen. Uh, so if anyone's got any kind of help or interest to try and make this work, that'd be great. We are kind of running out of time. We're getting a 3D model. I've asked Hell Hades to get in touch with, with Plarium to get a 3D model for the award. But yeah, that's the one sort of stumbling block that we're on at the moment. Uh, so any kind of help or assistance or, or feedback or, or advice would be fantastic. Uh, so please get in touch on the Discord. The link will be in the description down below. And also a little bit of self-promo. I do have a little bit of merch in nowadays. Go and get yourself a saffron mug. They are pretty freaking cool. And we've done our first ever reaction video as well. If you guys didn't know about The Matrix 4, go and check it out. And please, again, leave me some feedback. That'll be fantastic, right? Anyway, I've been the Saffron Man. We've had Mr. Tam, Rufus, and David Fitzsimmons on with us as well. Look after yourselves. Thank you very much for everyone joining us today. We'll see you all again next week, all right? Peace. Death Knight here. Thanks for watching. Make sure to hit the like and subscribe so me and Mr. Nibbles can catch you next time. See ya.